for the truth to sink in. To kind of catapult the propaganda. It's time for the May 19th edition of Weekly Signal's Weekly Review, a freeform mash of current events compiled from the world's remaining newspapers and blogs at NathanCallahan.com and ripped with moral clarity from Harper's Magazine at Harper's.org. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. And now, the news. So did you hear about this Seymour Hearst story? This is something that interests me. No. Huh. Did not. And I haven't heard, I, I saw one mention of it. I'm going to get it out of the way right now. But it's very interesting. Uh, it's disclosed by U.S. journalist Seymour Hersh yeah. in, in an interview that former Prime Minister of Pakistan, Benazir Bhutto, yeah. was assassinated on the orders of the special death squad formed by Dick Cheney. Whoa. Yeah. And they had already, up to that point in time, killed Lebanese Prime Minister and the Army Chief of Staff of that com- uh, country. Yeah, I remember that, when that happened. That, that, that was group. a big deal. Yeah. 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 Squad was headed by General Stanley McChrystal, according to Seymour Hirsch, the newly appointed commander of the U.S. Army in Afghanistan. Yeah, that's what I thought. Wow. Yeah. Holy. So I, I have no idea. I've been searching around the web other than the one story which appeared in a Pakistani paper, but apparently they were interviewing Seymour Hirsch, and I heard nothing contrary to this story. Well, as we know, Hirsch is a very careful journalist, one of the best journalists in the country, in the world, as far as this kind of stuff is concerned, very plugged into it. And he may have been the person who broke that story initially about the vice president's death squad, if you yeah. will, the people yeah. who were running well, that around. Was, that was out there, but yeah, it was I, but not, not associated with there you go. Not, yeah. not specific targets, yeah. as far as I knew. Well, that is big news, and uh, if that's true, well... It's you heard it first. You heard it here yeah, yeah. on Weekly Signals. In KCI all probability. 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, on the web yeah. at KUCI.org. Very good. Ali Mohammed Al-Fakari, also known as uh, Ibn al-Sheikh Alibi, mm-hmm. died in a Libyan prison. You heard about this. Happened uh, at the, about Wednesday of last week, something like that. The mm. reports came in. Uh, reports state that the, the death was an apparent suicide and uh, Libyan Prosecutors had opened an investigation into it, but it went on to note that friends of Alibi questioned the circumstances of his death. So they're saying, well, maybe not a suicide. Now you're saying, well, who cares? Who's this Alibi guy? Well, he played a key role in the torture debate. He was the unnamed source behind the Bush administration claims in 2002 and 2003 that Iraq had provided training in chemical and biological weapons to Al-Qaeda, or Al-Qaeda, depending on your tomato-tomato preference, uh, operatives. So so what we have here is the the guy who is the source for the information that brought us into the war in Iraq uh, dying a uh, curious death, at least according to initial reports. And this is the same guy uh, whose claims... Uh, were the uh, underlying foundation of Colin Powell's speech at the U.N., which pretty much sealed the deal uh, about going into the war in Iraq, and uh, which later on Powell said was a a blot on his record, and he regretted having given that speech because he didn't have enough good information. Well, I mean, and he said so at the time even. I mean, not to give any credit to Colin Powell because I, I don't have a very high opinion of him, but at least at one point he did express some reservations about the information in front of him. What is interesting about this, uh, I, I, somehow that one slipped completely by me. So, Lib, Al Libby, yeah, Vice President Cheney continually referred to this as evidence of the rationale for going into Iraq. Uh, also, whatever happened to Curveball? 
Hairball? Remember the guy? Oh, yeah. was, wasn't he back in Iraq as the, uh, you know, the, uh, no, had some... No, that's uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Maliki. You're right. Uh, but but, yeah. uh, but Kerbal was the former... He was like a, a, a guy, a low-level guy within uh, the Iraq... Uh, he was an Iraqi isn't he, citizen. Isn't he with the Florida Marlins now? He, he was an Iraqi citizen who defected from Iraq in 1999, claiming that he had worked as a chemical engineer at a plant that manufactured mobile biological oh, yeah, yeah, weapon yeah. laboratory. And this guy was used, he was referred to in the 2003 State of the Union by George Bush as evidence to support them going into Iraq. And he turned out to be basically an alcoholic who had no inside information whatsoever. Right. Everything he said was, was disproved. Because there's two guys. You get Al Libby and Curveball. Yeah. Uh, and his name, his real name is Rafi Ahmed Alawan. So, so anyway, there's huh. so so the House of Cards continues to collapse. The House approved a nearly 97 billion dollar spending bill funding the occupation of Iraq and Afghanistan. The measure included one billion dollars in military and economic assistance to Pakistan. Lawmakers stripped a provision that would have granted $80 million towards the closure of Guantanamo Bay. So they took that, as you said, they took it away. Yeah. So this is looking less and l- less like they're going to close down Guantanamo. Is that what, right. can we infer from that? And how much was allocated? What was the, um... 90, $97 billion yeah. for the uh, occupation. At, at what point do we stop believing or cha- challenge President Obama... On his claims to be this guy who's going to end these wars, who's going to shut down Guantanamo, who's going to bring an end to this, the uh, um, disgrace that is uh, Abu Ghraib and, and well, the renditions. I, I want to know what happens. That's what I want to know. What do you mean you want to know what happens? What's, either what sort of deception is being used to get in or what sort of... Uh, uh, information that people like Obama get that turns them around. Yeah. Or what kind of threats? <laughs> I, I, I just yeah. So so I, I just I want to ask the question rhetorically. I want to ask the question: wh- What point do we stop believing that he's going to do so many of the things he said he was going to do during the campaign? Human rights organizations criticized Obama's decision to revive the military tribunal system yeah. for Guantanamo There's Bay prisoners. Yeah. yeah despite the administration's pledge to grant prisoners expanded legal rights. That didn't happen. The Obama administration, meanwhile, reneged on a pledge to release several dozen photos showing the torture and abuse of prisoners at overseas CIA and military jails. Um, I'm okay with that one, actually. Are you? Yeah. Unless those photographs gave us new information, Mm -hmm. it seems like nothing but voyeurism. I mean, we know about it. Mm-hmm. We know about the torture. We've had photographs. Yeah. We know how bad it is. It, there is a case to be made that it, it could jeopardize the safety of forces overseas. Whether you want the forces to be overseas or not, right. you're going to get a lot of people pissed off if they see, uh, you know, Uncle Bud hanging from a tree somewhere. Yeah. And, and that's awful, and, but I don't know that the place for it is uh, on the Internet so that everyone can huff and puff and get upset about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't you think there's something? If if we had a if we had a photo of uh, of Michelle and Barack getting it on, is that the transparency you want? Isn't there? There there's got to be a certain sort of point well, here. How does it apply any further to the case being made? Well, I guess to, I agree. I don't disagree. In fact, I do agree with what you said. It does, in fact, bring a whole new wave of of. Uh, 
hostility towards U.S. forces that are who are trying to do their who are trying to do the job that they've been given, which is to bring security to Iraq at this point. Yeah, I agree with that. But what about? But there's something even more troubling. This sir, you may be getting to it in your stories here, which is the the Donald Rumsfeld the, the security briefings that that President Bush was getting. They've just uh, CQ magazine just got these released, and on the front page of these things are pictures of our glorious men in combat, and then on and then and also on the front page are biblical references, biblical passages. Now this is more damaging to me than these photos w- yeah. will be. Yeah. So, I mean, this is, in fact, seems to be confirmation for the people in the Middle East and around the world who believe that this is some kind of religious war against Islam. These were photos released. Yeah. That, right. that I, I, had okay, nothing I, to do with the decision made by Barack Obama, as far as I know. Right. These, these were in the hands of the press. Yeah. yeah. All right. I can't do anything about the, you know, the, yeah. the military. I, all I'm saying is, in this case, I... I I understand a president's decision to not release those photos, given how many photos are out there already. If we had kept all these photos secret, then, yeah, release them. Yeah. But we know about them. At this point in time, it makes no sense, no sense especially given the uh, uh, change of administration and, and change of so many people who were in control over in that part of the world. Not all of them, but, no, but I just It just, just feels like a tacit admission on the part of this government. Just how, well, it's not a tacit, it's an admission, just how disgusting and horrible all of these things are and how they continue to be. I don't know that hold, withholding these photos is going to change opinions around the world that much. I, and maybe I'm wrong. I mean, maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe there's a riot somewhere. People die, and that that'll be the consequence of it. And that's terrible. It's awful. But I just get tired of of the uh, voyeurism of the country. Yeah, I get tired of of, right. of people. At at a certain point, how many how many when you, when you go online, how many torture photos do you want to see? I don't want to see any more. Yeah. Because I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to think that we're doing this anymore. Well, no, no, I just don't want to see him because I know we're doing it. Yeah. I, I, it's not that I don't want to admit to anything. It's that yeah, we did it. Okay. Is it? Is it? I, maybe that. Maybe you that's. Want me to, to you know, let's put everybody's bad photos up online. Can somebody get us some photos of the torture that occurred on the other side, so that we can get all riled up about them? Yeah. yeah. You know, can we can we have some some photos? Uh, let's let's put let's post those. Let's recover the Fallujah story again, of the charred bodies of the U.S. soldiers hanging from the bridge. Let's 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 have a you know a, a front line no, report okay. on on how grisly that was. I get it. Maybe get there's it. new footage in regards to that. Right. Maybe we can show them screaming in pain. That would be really cool. I see. I don't. I don't. Well, if. I, I don't. If I think if, that if all I thought, this, this repetition, this sensationalism, is bringing us any closer to what we're really striving for here, uh, which I hope is peace. Uh, that would be great if, in showing both sides, all the different abuses that have occurred on both sides, that people got to a point where they said, "Enough already, enough on both sides." But that, unfortunately, that's not going to happen, and I, that would be. What are you talking about? Well, I'm just saying, if you could get to a point, it's sort of a saturation point for the public on all sides of the... You have to the, get to a saturation point. 
Well, maybe there I isn't. That's the saturation point. It's sometimes you have to monitor things. Okay. I think, I think there are some I'm, people who are insatiable, and some people are doing it for political ends, yeah, too. I know. Yeah. All, right. So, All right. Uh, the U.S. military launched a program of armed predator drone missiles against militants in Pakistan that, for the first time, gives Pakistani officers significant control over routes, targets, and decisions to fire weapons. So they have now control over part of the drone program, the Pakistani army well this sounds very much like the program that was going on in iraq during the the height of the war in yeah. which you the iraqis were calling in their own military uh, own uh, artillery strikes uh and oftentimes it was the sunnis calling in a military strike uh, you know, uh they were calling in sites on the shiite so it didn't really it was no military advantage yeah, it was no, just, i don't know that it sounds like a good idea yeah it just sounds like this is you know a, a way to settle some scores by the u.s and the pakistani military russia raised the prospect of war in the arctic said that uh, probably within the next decade uh, there will be conflicts there a war regarding the uh, resources the oil the untapped now oil who are the two field. who are the particip- the likely participants as it say no they just said we predict war we predict war <laughs> that's a pretty safe <laughs> kind of a, you know a throwdown there. Yeah. 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 Well, we do know that the Russians have claimed that territory as their own. Yeah. Because they got there first or uh-huh. something. A consortium of oil companies were planning to revive a project to supply Europe with gas from northern Iraq. You have a pipeline going in there now. So that's the yeah. Kurdish region. Okay. Uh, Intel Corporation was ordered to pay a record 1.6 or 1.06 billion euro. And that was a fine for breaking European antitrust laws. What are antitrust laws? I've heard of them. This seems like a quaint idea. Yeah. Okay. You're, just, you're being facetious. I am being sarcastic. facetious. I'm being sarcastic. And the Sri Lankan mm-hmm. government declared an end to their 26-year war against the Liberation Tigers or the Tamil Eklam or the Tamil Tigers. Yeah. After a final battle in which Tiger leader Velopalai Padhankalan was killed along with hundreds of other rebel fighters. More than 70,000 people died in the course of the conflict, and uh, so on. Well, the uh, the Red Cross is talking about this liberated uh, part of Sri Lanka, saying that uh, while Sri Lankans have been celebrating the end of the Tamil Tigers, the Red Cross is warning northeastern Sri Lanka still faces an unimaginable humanitarian catastrophe. Most aid groups still barred from the region where over 8,000 uh, civilians have been killed since January, so they're talking about some real terrible consequences to this. U.S. Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. Okay, I'll move on. Yeah, yeah, I think this is yeah. just, a, you know, this is such a dumb thing on the part of the Republicans. This is incredibly stupid. Yeah. She is talking about whether or not she was notified by the CIA as to whether the, the, the enhanced interrogation techniques or the torture was taking place. And there's this back and forth over where the CIA told her. She says they didn't. They told her about techniques they might use, but they didn't tell them they were using them. Is that the Republicans are coming down on Pelosi. Do they have any idea that what they're talking about is you're just continuing to verify that we had a program of torture yeah. and that Dick Cheney and George Bush and Rumsfeld and these guys were, were implementing it? Yeah, are you stupid? About the larger issue yeah. of whether we torture people, it's like whether or not somebody was notified or not. Yeah. And you're arguing over this, so you're actually in some very direct way verifying a program of torture that was the part and parcel to the policy of your administration. Yes, sir. Oh. 
It's crazy. President Obama tapped a top attorney at General Electric to be the nation's top environmental litigator. Confirmed Ignacio Moreno would lead the Justice, Justice Department's efforts to enforce environmental laws and defend federal regulations in lawsuits. Uh, selection concerned many environmental groups. <laughs> you think? General Electric. It's, it's choices like this. Yeah. I, I know that Mr. Obama is trying to be balanced. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if this is where we need to go. With I guess it could have been litigator. worse. I guess he could have appointed somebody from Monsanto. The lead <laughs> litigator from Monsanto to yeah, be the head of... Pick your worst yeah, yeah. corporate yeah. polluter. Yeah. During his commencement address at the University of Notre Dame, yes. President Barack Obama called on both sides of the abortion debate to tone down their rhetoric and search for common ground. Uh, that was a good. I thought that was a good move. It, it's yeah, it's yeah, a it, it, the man the man is gifted. He yeah. can present in front of a hostile or friendly audience. He can present all kinds of issues and ways, and 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 couch them in terms that everyone can agree on. And to that extent, the guy is phenomenal. Yeah. Swedish health authorities, meanwhile, ruled that gender-based abortion is not illegal. Well, we should say it is illegal. It is legal. Okay. So gender-based abortion is okay. In other words, if you if you find out you're you have a little girl you don't want her, you can abort her. That's what they're doing in Sweden. Well, they find out early on. I, you know, I'm not trying to. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that uh, it's uh, there's nothing unusual other than they're doing it based on gender. The, the, the term of it is the same. Chrysler announced plans to close nearly 800 dealerships across the country or one quarter of its retail chain General Motors followed suit with the announcement of 1,000 dealerships it plans to fold. Taken together, the announcements could affect an estimated 90,000 workers. The nation's new drug czar called for an end to the so-called war on drugs. He's, he doesn't want to call it the war on drugs anymore. Start over? Who's is that the new drug thug? Yeah, doesn't want to. He said it, it gives us the wrong impression about what's going on here. He wants you know to think of it more as a a, a treatment program, a harm reduction program well, than a war. All right. Yeah, and this is the guy, uh, Seattle Police Chief Kurlakowski. Oh, uh-huh. uh huh. Who says that he also supports needle exchange programs. Now, isn't this where our good friend Norm Stomper came from? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Norm Stomper came, uh, he was down in San Diego when we spoke to him, but he it was a police chief up in Seattle. Uh, Seattle I think uh, during the time of the uh, Starbucks riots. It was, yeah. <laughs> the Starbucks riots, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, that's, well, that is, uh, that's, that's good news. Thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah. Based, I, I don't know if you had much to do with that, but thank you for I reading I did that. my best. Yeah, I know you did. We we uh, sparked a fatty and talked it over, and, and he came to see my point of view. This is too good. Yeah, I cannot put <laughs> yeah. you. I cannot put you in jail for this. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. You'd like to be my assistant. Based on claims made on Cheerios label, uh -huh. the FDA determined that your Cheerios toasted whole grain oat cereal is promoted for conditions that cause it to be a drug. It's oh, not that it is yeah, a yeah. drug. Cheerios are not a drug. But that's saying, the But the way they're promoting it. Uh, they're claiming uh, the uh, eating of the cereal can help lower cholesterol. Uh, that puts it in the category of drug. Oh. So they issued a warning to Cheerios to uh, stop making drug-like claims. Now, if you want to go back for a little bit to that Donald Rumsfeld story, yeah, the biblical quotes, sure. I, I think that's kind of a... Yeah, that's a big story. Yeah. 
And, uh, and, I, and you said it was in GQ. It was in GQ. Oh, G- I'm sorry. Yeah. I meant to say Gentleman's G- Quarterly. GQ. Published, but not mm. the Congressional Quarterly. Right. You're a little right. bit different there. You're absolutely yeah. correct. GQ. Gentleman's Quarterly, you're, you're apt to see uh, naked women. Yeah. You're apt to see the women we'd love to, you know, they, almost, they I think they have stories like that. Like the, the women, women we'd love, love to, to get to know better. The women we'd love to get, get to know better. Something like that. Yeah. So how they... We're onto this. Is uh, well, they they want to get a uh, another audience. Yeah. Well, good for them. <laughs> yeah. But but they have revealed. Uh, I think one briefing paper. This is what they they published these briefing papers that were going out uh, from Rumsfeld's office. I've seen and, the cover of three of these things. Yeah, yeah. There you can go to NathanCallahan.com and they're into. It was yesterday's news, but yeah. it's still posted right now because yeah. I'm doing this. But. <laughs> Uh, but you can go there and, and you can get to the uh, Gentleman's Quarterly. It's also posted later on if you, if you don't have direct access to it. Just go to the, the archive of my news, NathanCallahan.com. And, and there's a little slideshow of these. Uh, and, and by the way, if you're not signed up for the uh, Read All About It, uh, the daily readings, you yeah. get from why. Why aren't you? Yeah. What is wrong with you? You, you can, can get, sign get, up right there. Yeah. You can subscribe. Yep. One briefing paper showed an image of U.S. of U.S. soldier in Baghdad below the biblical quote, commit to the Lord whatever you do and your plans will succeed. <laughs> now, that's not to say that committing to the Lord whatever you do and your plans will succeed isn't something you should believe in. I mean, you may want to. I can't, I can't tell you what to sure. believe. Sure, However, not. in conjunction with our military, going to war in an Islamic country uh, during a time where the president, one of his first words out of his mouth was to call uh, what we were about to do in that area a crusade. Crusade. Uh, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't really put your best foot forward as far as conducting a, uh, well, a military operation. When it's widely held in the Arab world that this is a war of religion against uh-huh. Islam by a Christian nation, so-called Christian nation. Yeah. How about the third one? This is my favorite one. Uh, the third briefing, p- briefing paper showed U.S. tanks entering the Iraqi city alongside the quote, open the gates that the righteous nation may enter, the nation that keeps the faith. Or that keeps faith, yeah. pardon me. Now, the righteous nation. The righteous nation. Yeah. Now, if, honestly, if, you, if we were in the 14th or 15th century or 13th century, we would be, this would be a crusade. That's what we would be calling it, is a crusade. We're in the 21st century, and we're just not calling it a crusade. Yeah. But it sure feels by this. And this is the thing. This Rumsfeld, by all accounts, is not the particularly religious person. This was a cynical manipulation yeah. on the part of him that's to, 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 to kind of ingratiate himself to, to this dolt who was running the country at the time. And, uh, that. I don't know if it was that. I, I think it was to manipulate the poor soldiers that were there. Uh, to give them, to, to give those among, don't you think? Yeah, well, so, you're right. To some extent, that's true. There, we we haven't done a story on it, or we haven't done an interview on it. But it, there's a whole bunch of uh, uh, research done on the the Christianizing of the U.S. military. Uh-huh. There are these. Uh, they're almost. If you're to become an officer, you're almost expected to join these Christian fellowship uh, uh, organizations in order to move up the ranks. Now, it's become an epidemic within the U.S. military, so uh, or expected, maybe it's a better way to put it. So, uh, yeah, this just reinforces that notion, uh-huh. even even more so. I, I, I sometimes you got to wonder if after they, uh, you know, maybe took out a sniper or or, or blew up a wedding, yeah. 
that they pounded their chest and pointed to the sky. Mm. And if, I'd, I'd like one, any one of these people, particularly Rumsfeld or Bush or Cheney or any of them, to point to that particular biblical uh, passage yeah. in which Jesus said it's a good idea to wage war. It's a good idea to kill people. Uh-huh. It's a good idea to do the things you torture people. It's a good idea to do all of these things. I, I, where is that? Wasn't, wasn't that what he said at the Garden of Gethsemane? Yes, yeah, something like that. At the Garden of Gethsemane. Yeah, but who can forget that? Who can forget that? Kick butt, I think he said. Yeah. <laughs> smoke them out. Smoke them out? That's what Wanted, the uh, get them, yeah, Dead or alive, yeah. yeah, smoke them out. And the righteous nation <laughs> shall smoke them out. <laughs> and finally, <laughs> the Republican National Committee was considering a resolution rebranding Democrats as the Democrat Socialist Party. Weekly Signal's Weekly Review is broadcast every Tuesday on KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. To learn more about Weekly Signals or to download the podcast, visit our website at weeklysignals.com. And be sure to visit nathancallahan.com for daily readings and feature articles. Until next week, I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And this is Weekly Signals.